Thank you, Father. Amen. Okay, we're going to um, head into a time where we're going to interview a couple of people or more. Um, so I'm going to invite Lucy, Alex, Tara, and Sam to come and join us up here. I'm just going to move this down here. Um, if, yeah, if you grab a, grab a pew on the sofa, it's going to be a bit snug. Great. Okay, I don't know if I can get on here. <clears throat> I feel a little bit, like, unsafe. <laughs> it moves. Okay. Um, Lucas, save me, because I, like... All right. Um, hi, Lucy. So we met you earlier on in this service, but would you like to tell us a bit more about why you're here and, <laughs> and uh, what, what would you like to share with us tonight about your calling and, and your purpose to be here tonight? Thank you, yeah. Um, why am I here? That could be answered on many levels, couldn't it? Like an existential kind of level of, well, I don't know what I'm doing on the earth kind of thing. But more importantly, I guess, why am I here at St. Saviour's? Um, for, so for those of you who don't know me, I'm Lucy. I'm the associate minister here. Um, and I guess the reason that I'm here is because God has called me. And um, my story is one where... Um, I didn't know that God could call me individually. I'm quite a shy person, um, quite an introvert, um, and I have friends who are much more kind of, they're leaders, they're people who are really ambitious, they're people who seem to hear quite clearly from God, and I've never been someone like that, so I've never really had that, that same sense of purpose as they have. But um, before I was uh, a vicar, I was um, a secondary school teacher. Uh, I used to live in Bristol, and during the time I was teaching, I really felt this sense that um, I am supposed to be doing something else. And I felt really called to teaching at one point in my life. I felt that that was the thing that God was really putting on my heart. And I love young people. Um, and yeah, I loved teaching. But there was a sense that actually God's got something else for me. And I'd never considered working for a church. Talking in front of people is the most scary thing in the world. So well done for all of those who are doing that this evening. Um, and... Um, so I never really thought about it at all. And so I was wrestling with a sense of, I know God wants me to be doing something else, but I have no idea what that is and what that might be. I hadn't considered this. And, and actually, all I can say is that it was uh, through being in church, being um, here, that I felt a sense of being at home, of God calling me to be at home with him, at home with his people, serving people in the way that I'm, I'm now doing. Um, and it was a really scary thing for me because I, yeah, like I say, I'm not that kind of person. Um, but I felt God speaking to me really clearly about that. And although I felt completely inadequate, like I didn't have the skills, the gifts, the personality, any of that kind of stuff, God has equipped me, um, and I've got like so many stories about how I felt so out of my comfort zone, so unprepared, so un like ill-equipped. But each time, God has provided for me. God has been there for me. So I went to train to be a vicar. Then I was a curer in Bristol, and then there's a sense that um, yeah, that God is God has got His hand on my life and is calling me. And I ended up here about five weeks ago. So that is. My answer about why I'm here. Is that, is that kind of what you were looking for? Yeah, thank you very much. Excellent, good. <laughs>
Hi, Alex. Um, would you like to tell us a little bit about you? Yeah, I could do with the mic. Whoa. All right, sweet. So, um, yeah, I've kind of always come to St. Saviour's. Uh, it's, well, it used to be my parents' church, and I've just kind of always come here. Uh, however, from, like, year seven to year nine, I, like, kind of had a break. I wasn't really there with my faith. I was just kind of drifting away from God. However, it was on an Urban Saints camp, and Urban Saints is a great Christian youth group that I go to, and I know Luke and Sam do as well. Uh, it was on a summer camp there where I really took my faith into my own hands and decided to come along against church. And from then on, it's been uphill, and I've come ever since almost. But yeah, that's me, I guess. Fantastic. <laughs> hang on, hang on, hang on. <laughs> so, Alex, what's God been up to in your life just recently? What's school been up to? What's God? Um, yeah, so one prominent thing that God's really done in my life is on an Urban Saints camp this summer is because I'd just done my GCSEs like the night before. The rest of term, whilst I was actually doing them, I was completely calm, wasn't stressed at all. However, the night before I was getting my results, I was really stressed about it. And uh, one of the leaders, he ended up praying for me and just the whole of the night until I got them, I was so calm. And when I got them, I was just so happy. Like, I was so relieved because I got the results I needed. But yeah, that was one time he really showed in my life. And another time was this last weekend. I was on a, a church weekend away. And we're doing a prayer seminar. Uh, and we're all just praying about each other. And one of the things that someone said to me was uh, he really thought that Hebrews 12, verse 1 to 11 came up for me. And to me, this verse, this verse means that like faith in Christ overcomes the world and that if I keep my heart and eyes set on God, like he'll be there for me no matter what, like if I'm struggling or like no matter the time, he'll always be there for me. But yeah, that's how I've encountered God recently. Thank you, Alex. All right, first up, Tara, what's your name? My name's Tara. Mostly because thanks. Yeah. So I understand that you're going to be sharing an example of uh, a time when God's spoken very clearly into your life, but have you always found it hard to listen to God, and do you feel known by God? That's a good question. Um, so for those of you who don't know, I came to St. Xavier's about six years ago. I was a student in Farnham, and um, I came at a difficult point in my life. My dad had been diagnosed with cancer when I was 13, um, an incurable form of cancer, and um, I decided to move away from Ireland and go to university and I really struggled with being away from my parents when my dad was ill, not being able to do anything about it. Um, and I came to this place and I felt really just broken and not knowing where I was going in life. Um, and basically fast track, I, I graduated, I got the job that I'd always dreamt of. I was traveling the world and I was like, yep, this is obviously what life's meant to be like. And I just was, something was like, I woke up one day and I was like, this is, I, this is, this isn't it. I can't, I'm not happy with this being everything I do. You know, I, I'm working for this company, but I don't feel happy. And um, I recently got married and I was on honeymoon and I said, I really want to make a, by the end of May, I want to make a decision what I'm going to do in my life, um, whether I'm going to leave or not. Um, I left with nothing to go to, and which <laughs> was a bit scary. And um, in July, we were at New Wine. And um, for those of you that went, um, it was lovely to sort of be in a Christian community, camping together. But um, I felt a real sense of, 
I just wasn't connecting with God. I, um, James, my husband, was working on the Rock Solid team, so he was leaving at like 7.30 in the morning and coming back at 11 o'clock at night, and I was experiencing the whole of New Wine without him, and not that I wanted to be with him, but I was a bit like, I'm experiencing this and you're experiencing that, and we're on very different paths. And then on the Tuesday, Hannah said to James, um, with Joe Foster, why doesn't Tara come and join Rock Solid for the rest of the week? And um, I helped with Waves and I did Hub, so I joined the team and I just hadn't really, everyone was like, I'm having these amazing experiences from New Wind and I was like, yeah, I'm not really getting that sort of connection. <laughs> and I sort of thought something was wrong and I was like, what's going on? So basically I arrived at Rock Solid and um, they were talking about testimonies. And I had this, I can't even describe it, I've never had it in my life, but this really um, sort of direct thing of this voice just being like, you should share your testimony. And I was like, oh, no, that's quite difficult. I don't really want to do that. And um, Hannah got up then on stage, I think, later saying, I think you should just share it with one person. She talked to everyone in the room. And then I heard this sort of little thing going, I think you can share it with more than one person. And I'm like, great, <laughs> thanks. Don't know what to take from that. And I sort of was praying about it. And I was like, God, I don't know what you want me to do. And he's like, I want you to write a book. And for those of you who don't know, I'm the most dyslexic person out there. Um, writing is not my forte. I may sound like I'm articulate, but writing, James will know, everything is felt wrong. And I thought, how am I going to write a book, God? This is just like, why would you put that? I'm creative. That's my background. Writing is not me. And I was like, I wouldn't even know what to call it. And then this title just popped into my head. And I was like, okay, this is really freaking me out now. <laughs> What's going on? And anyway, the next day, I was sort of mulling it over. And it was always in the back of my mind. And I didn't really know. I sort of thought, is this God or is this me making this up? And we were, um, we had, a, I don't know if anyone's ever heard of a prayer tunnel, but it was our last session with Rock Solid. And we were all... Um, decided to, you get into a tunnel shape and you basically walk through and everyone is praying blessings on you and um, you then get to the end of the queue type thing and then you pray blessings on them. And I sort of, before it happened, I sort of did that classic thing and I went, okay, God, if you really want me to write a book, I want a sign that is crystal clear that I will not have any doubt that it's come from you. And I went through the tunnel and I was sort of <laughs> walking along going, well, this is nice, you know, <laughs> nothing reckless has really happened. And I got to the end of the tunnel and stood there and thought, okay, great, that was nice. And Jo Foster came up and tapped me on the shoulder. And she went, and she sort of was really tearful. And she said, I don't know what you'll make of this. And I wasn't even going to tell you, but I just have this picture of a massive fairy book with all the pages are blank. And at that point, I just broke down in absolute tears. And I couldn't quite believe that God was coming through someone else. And that actually, this was God speaking to me because I'd never experienced that. And um, basically, a few things had happened since then. And when I was away on the Women's Weekend Away, um, Annie Hughes was speaking, and she um, is Tim Hughes' mum, and she basically was on the last evening, and she I sort of hadn't really felt that connected, and she just came straight up and said, you know, I feel like you've been through hard times, but I feel like you'll be a light for other people. And whether you take that in the form of writing a book that's how I took it. And then someone else had come up to me with a vision of a book. And none of these people knew that I wanted to write a book or God had put this book on my heart. So basically, the I, Hannah knows every time I walk in this building, I don't know what it is, I break down in tears. I don't usually cry. And Hannah says it's something about, you know, God working in me and something's going to happen. Um, I haven't started the book. Every time I go to write it, I can't stop crying. Um, 
my father is still alive, but it's a battle as in every three months we go and we get an update and we get given another three months. And that's how we've lived our life for the last 14 years. Um, so, yeah, it's basically, it's a massive sort of thing to take in, but just hopefully to encourage people that actually stepping out, I left a job, a career that I'd always wanted to be in. And... Um, I don't know, just being able to step out and just say, okay, God, I really want to hear your voice. The stuff that's happened since then, I can't even, like, I've just written it all down and just saved it because I can't even imagine it. You know, you sort of look back going, did that actually happen? So, yeah, sorry, that's quite long-winded, but I tried to condense it. No, thank you very much, Tara. It's, it's amazing how God reciprocated that trust that you put in him. Yeah, really cool. Hey Sam, um, tell us a little bit about you. Hello? No, you're on. Tell me all about you, Sam. Uh, well, I'm Sam. Uh, I've been coming to Savers for about five years now. Um, so, my background's not really been sort of classic, um, born in England, like that. Um, so, I was born in Hull and I've lived in America for six years. So. My accent might go a bit strange at times. Um, so, um, I, yeah, I was really loving life out there. Um, when I was about, um, th I was age three when we went out there and age nine when we came back. Um, and been living in Guildford ever since. Um, yeah, so I go to RGS just up the road, uh, really enjoying it, uh, loving my studies. And yeah, it's, I've got a fair few friends, I think. Uh, <laughs> but. <laughs> Yeah, so life's going pretty good at the moment. Fantastic. Um, so tell us a little bit about your faith journey. Um, so I never really grew up in a Christian household. Um, I never really went to church. Um, and whenever I had any sort of contact with Christianity through America, um, I never really uh, took any meaning out of it. It just sort of felt... I just felt no connection. Um, there was no sort of real relationship between me and God. And... I never sort of listened to the words. I sort of just dismissed it as soon as they came to me. And it was kind of made worse when I came back to England because I went to a Catholic school which had loads of hymns and loads of prayers. But that just made me feel even more distant because it felt like such a task and so trivial just to say these sort of prayers um, over and over again. And like I memorized them, but they had absolutely no meaning to me. And it was only when I came to I came to RGS I met Lucas and Lucas brought me to this church and so the first thing I sort of noticed was um, the worship. I love music, I love listening to it, and I really feel like music's a way to express myself. So it was so strange to have this great worship band here at the church, and it's such a contrast from the hymns that we sing at um, my old school that it was incredible to hear how to praise God through music. And it, it's really, it meant so much to me that this was so, such an incredible way to praise God, to worship God. And that, so that was my first sort of uh, connection to this church and just to the church of, uh, church of God, that this sort of music really spoke out to me. And over time, I started growing um, in this church. I started getting involved with the uh, youth groups I don't know if you know Pete Sheath. My first time at church was Pete Sheath's first time. So it's quite 
crazy just to grow up uh, sort of in this church at the same time as him. So that was really uh, helpful for me to, my bond with Pete Sheath was really good. And I was able to sort of um, speak with him about faith. I could challenge my own faith through him. And yeah, it was great. Uh, I also started going to Urban Saints with Alex and Lucas. Uh, it's great. It's, it's, um, yeah, it's just really great to have that sort of friendship. We have this thing called Key Nights, which is every Friday we go out as a year group. And there's only about six or seven of us. And that bond that I formed with all of them has been incredible. It was we're basically inseparable now. Uh, it was great to sort of talk about faith and to, yeah, just to um, like get to know each other and get to know about God. And yeah, um, I've also gone to Soul Survivor and I think the first Soul Survivor I went to, I just felt it was so easy to open up in faith and that was the first time that I truly gave my life to Jesus. Thank you, Sam.